0: i knew a kid that went to space camp his name was sean hey (laughs) lucky fucker i know that's what i thought too i was like here i am living in the pits of fucking hell and this little (laughs) fucking weasel's going to space camp and look at how awesome (laughs) my life is now fuck you sean (laughs)
1: Gotta fuck Mary Kill for y'all. It's, uh, would you rather fuck Mary or kill Batman, Robin, or Alfred? Keeping it a comic book themed. And a total sausage festival.
0: <laughs> but on the plus side, they both have—they all three have outfits on.
2: Look at Marty picking two off. Yep.
0: Well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're all—they're all very posh in their own right. Yep. Mm. Uh, Tanya, you want to go first? Yeah, I think I can—I can
0: do this pretty quick. Alfred's got to go. I don't need a fucking butler. <laughs> <laughs>
3: or do you?
0: <laughs> no, I don't. Because I'm gonna marry Batman, of course. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait—you said it wrong. It's all Batman.
3: <laughs> I am the knight.
0: So, oh, okay. Well, we'll work on that. And <laughs> Robin would be kind of a fun little fuck, like a little rando, you yeah. know? He, he wouldn't have fun. He's
3: spry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, the question is what version of Batman are you marrying? Well, that's, <laughs>
2: yeah, that's what I was
0: wondering. Uh, oh, see. Oh, see. Not nerd enough. Okay. Can I have each version again, please?
1: Oh, fuck. There's so many. There's, like, classic Batman, new Batman. I mean, like, there's...
0: Do we have a sound effect for all of them?
2: Are we going with, uh... (laughs) But we're going comic book Batman, right? So not, like, Michael Keaton. I was
1: leaving open to interpretation. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, well then, so, um... Oh, what the fuck is his name? Batman.
1: The Adam West one?
2: <laughs> Adam
0: West. <laughs> uh, what is his name? Christian Bale? Yeah, he's the yeah, newest yeah, one. Christian Bale. Also, yeah,
1: no. the
2: dude from Hell. American Psycho. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and there's also Ben Affleck, but No.
2: <laughs> I'd definitely kill yep. Ben Affleck Batman <laughs> so I yeah no
0: definitely I'm going with Christian Bale for for sure All but right. I, like so much so that like nobody else even even existed for a moment until you guys started bringing up names and one of which I don't even is he a newcomer Ben Affleck yeah Ben yeah, Affleck he uh... yeah
1: he's the one who does Batman and the newest I'm totally kidding oh. nobody gives a oh. shit about he's, he's,
2: but he's batman superman he's the one that's in the worst batman movie
1: yep <laughs> the most boring but we also have you also have like george clooney
2: oh yeah that's no. right
1: michael oh, no. keaton no. if you really
0: michael keaton is not marriage material for me yeah. but well now he's
2: birdman <laughs> birdman he went from batman to birdman <laughs> Ooh, birdman was a good movie that that is a really good movie yeah. that is a good movie well,
1: I mean if you want to count the Lego Batman there's Will Arnett too. Relax everybody, I'm here. Batman, what's up, babe?
0: Babe. What? Oh, sorry, Batman. This is Emmett. Emmett, this is my boyfriend, Batman.
1: I'm Batman. <laughs> Get that sweet, sweet voice.
0: I don't even know who that is.
1: He was on Arrested Development. Oh, he's the magician. He was, yeah, he's a magician.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's
1: he's funny. just got an awesome voice. That's why they been... actually. That's
0: yeah, he does. that is perfect because he embodies like every Batman we just mentioned, yep. <laughs> basically.
1: <laughs> I want to marry Lego Batman. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> Lego Batman because he's all the Batmans. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. So okay, so you're killing Alfred.
0: I'm killing Alfred. I don't. I don't need a butler. A little little romp with Robin would be. Funny. That's like like a good conversation piece at dinner. Um, Rock and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Robin. That was fucking That's amazing. Awesome. You're welcome. Uh, like literally fucking awesome, Robin. <laughs> and then I'm marrying Christian Bale because I like to
2: spin around so circles. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, because you brought Christian Bale into this, I'm gonna have to. Hmm. I think I'm going to have to marry Christian Bale as well because he was also an American psycho and I mean, (laughs) some days you feel like having a Batman and some days you feel like having an American psycho. So (laughs) it would be a well-rounded marriage. Him high-fiving
1: himself in the mirror.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's all I think. Every time I
1: think of that movie, that's all I can picture is just him just like pumping away, giving himself a (laughs) high-five.
2: Oh, my God. I like the scene where he's running down the hallway and he's got nothing but, like, white tennis shoes on. Fucking white sneakers on. He's running down the stairs. (laughs) So, that's who I'm going to marry. I am going to... Hmm. I don't know. It's hard because, like, I kind of do want a butler because I don't like having to do chores and shit. But... (laughs) If it's just a fuck, he's not going to be around to take care of things. Yep. And he's old. So that's not really an enticing.
1: <laughs> you never know. He could teach you something.
2: That is true. Oh,
0: my God. That just totally gave me chills. <laughs> the the <hee-be-jee-be- laughs>
1: Older the berry, the sweeter the juice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the only Robin I can think of is... Uh... What was his name? Chris O'Donnell. They're all gay? Or they look like they're gay. Sorry, bad dad. I couldn't resist. <laughs> right? I mean, I guess that would be a fun time. Right? Yeah. Who else played Robin?
1: That's a good question.
2: <laughs> Cause and then I'm trying to think of like the original.
1: Well, I mean oh 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 actually in the, the newest Christian Bale series, uh it's not he's not doesn't actually be called out at it, but he's basically supposed to be Robin is uh Joseph Gordon Levitt.
2: Oh totally Ooh. fucking <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah that
2: changes things quite a bit doesn't yeah, it I totally no that. Like, it's still good i'm doing yeah. I'm, okay i gotta screw jgl sorry man yeah I'm going with oh, that robin oh wow, yeah sorry alfred you're just gonna have to go do some so i by. i was right it will be a good conversation piece yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i fucked jgl top that
2: <laughs> <Hell, yay>, motherfucker. <laughs> Do you think I could, like, arrange it to where Alfred murders himself and cleans it all up so I don't actually have to do any of <laughs> He's work?
3: just
1: laying his own pool of blood, <laughs> just mopping it what up. What
2: kind of
0: terrible person <laughs> says that? You're with Christian Bale. Get him on an American Psycho Day. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> Christian
2: Bale is the tidy one, so, I mean, it only makes sense.
0: Uh, Tyler, do we need to have an intervention?
2: Yeah, I think we need to to
1: stop this for a moment and talk.
2: (laughs) We'll be back after these messages. (laughs) Get your shit together, man! (laughs) What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, well, okay. Tyler.
1: All right, well... I actually changed because I just when I just realized that JGL was in the mix oh, as Robin, wow. that kind of changed things up for me. So I think I'm gonna have to marry Robin because
2: oh my god, god having
1: JGL as like an arm piece that would just be hell wonderful. yeah.
2: You know he's gonna look good in some tights. Oh yeah,
1: well he looks good in everything,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and especially nothing.
1: Yeah. Uh... <laughs>
0: I was gonna say that. Um, You beat me to it. (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to point out that this is the second time we've had a train, and I went first. (laughs) (laughs) Damn
1: it! So yeah, I'd I'd marry Robin just for the JGL aspect. And again, you know, he's he's the youngest, so he's probably gonna live the longest. I'd probably (laughs) fuck Batman because (laughs) life's already fucked him over. And you, you know, how many chances do you get to fuck Batman? And right? I don't know which version of Batman I'd fuck. I'd...
0: Oh no, we have to figure out okay.
1: which one is. I mean, Christian Bales is. and George Clooney are both pretty hot. Here actually I kinda I was just looking at pictures.
2: Uh, ah! You're like, I'm doing yep. my research damn I do it. my
1: research on the fly. Yeah, George Clooney oh, wow. I, I I realized like George Clooney actually cuts like a really Jeez. good Batman.
2: Oh wow. Oh I forgot Val Kilmer was Batman. When yeah. did that
1: happen? I think it was one of those short ones <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? before he God. became gigantic yeah. Val Kilmer was really good in tombstone though that's
4: oh yeah oh yeah
2: yeah and the doors yes Jim Morrison nailed it
4: an awful heart yeah. nonsense I've not yet begun to defile myself
1: yeah I'd say, I'd say
4: and I guess Cady you're killing
2: now. Alfred too then huh
1: yeah I'm killing Alfred because he's already near death anyways he seems to be <laughs> <laughs>
2: are not in your... If I fuck him,
1: I might kill him. If I marry him, I'm only going to be with him for a couple <laughs> oh, years.
2: no! You're like, and I'm not wasting one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to destroy that poor frail man.
2: Right? Oh my God. What is
0: happening? Mitz Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> hey, does anybody
2: get a wood chipper? <laughs> oh! <laughs> what? <Ba-ba-ba-da-da-da-da>. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's Fargo all uh, over again
2: right (laughs) i cannot be held accountable for my thoughts i blame it on the cartoons that i (laughs) viewed as a child Yep. (laughs) oh i second that it's like the itchy and scratchy show up in my head yeah oh my god actually that was funny we were just talking about fox news and how like once upon a time it wasn't the shit show of manipulation that it was it was really just married with children and the simpsons and other than that they had nothing yeah
1: they had like occasional like animation things that were somewhat successful, but like for the most part, it was a bunch of crap. And then it just came a laughing stock, right? Although they did originally give us Futurama, so I have to be thankful for that. Yeah,
2: The Simpsons and Futurama, we can thank them for that.
1: Yeah. They gave Matt Groening a platform.
2: I love The Simpsons, how they like knock the news station all the time. What do you guys think about the dichotomy of those shows, though?
1: Of what, Simpsons and Futurama?
0: No, 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 no. The liberal oh, yeah. shows versus the ultra all right. it's it's almost yeah. insane. It's almost like by design, dare I say it, I mean, not to like, be all weird and creepy and shit, but it's pretty crazy that everybody was kind of made to feel like all they could be is Al Bundy. I yeah. <laughs> like,
1: Fox tolerates those shows like The Simpsons being very left-wing.
0: <laughs> or Homer, just right. Just
1: because it brings in the ratings. It's what helped help bring yeah. them so much money over the years. They're not going to, you know... They may not... Yeah,
2: their news is not making yeah. them any money. That's for sure. So it's definitely just... uh, costing them money now with all the sexual <laughs> harassment.
3: Claims.
2: Yep. I would be curious to know
0: what, how the demographic works for those shows. Like, if you did like, a, a Nielsen study in the households, like who related most to Homer and Al Bundy, and who related most to like the writing or. Yeah. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs>
1: Yeah, I remember I watched both of them growing up, Married with Children and The Simpsons. More The Simpsons because, you know, The Simpsons. Right, right, right. right. My parents were really into Married with Children, so we'd watch that as like a family kind of thing.
0: Right, we, we did too. Yeah, we <laughs> nice. did too.
2: And then she was in that horrible movie, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh,
3: yeah. That is a good movie. Yep.
0: I beg to differ. That's a good movie.
2: It was, a, it was an I don't R- think
0: R- it's Oscar-worthy it. like a Bruce Willis movie, but... But it was enjoyable. <laughs> I remember liking it.
2: Yeah, I, I the best part is... When he fires the shotgun at the dishes, he's all, the dishes are done, man. (laughs) Wow. I still say that to this day. (laughs) It's a fact. Welcome to my world. Welcome to her hell.
1: Nope. And a little tie-in, Katie Sagal, the mother, also also voices Leela on Futurama.
2: Oh, yes. That's true. I remember when I found that out and I was like... Duh! How did it take me so long to yeah. figure that out? I remember when
1: I first started watching. It, like, why does her voice sound familiar? I eventually later found out. I was like, oh, that's a mom from Married with Children. They're like, ding. Yep, yeah. but it's like you just. I remember like when I first came out in like 2000. Yeah, I was trying to like, why is this? She sounds so familiar.
0: She used to be a backup singer. I think she was a backup singer for Bette Midler and somebody
2: else. Wasn't she also in? um, uh, da, 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 da that motorcycle show.
1: Oh, uh, Sons of Anarchy.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, she
1: was. She was actually really good in that, like fucking awesome in that.
2: There
4: are strange fruit Blood on the leaves And blood at the root Black bodies swinging In the
2: southern breeze Strange fruit hanging she, yes, she has this successful career as a backup singer working with artists such as Bob Dylan, Etta James, and Bette Midler before embarking on her long and successful career in television. You
0: left out Tanya Tucker.
2: Oh, this one doesn't say that. Yeah. So she can sing, she can dance, and she can say, ow. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a real triple threat. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ow.
1: <laughs> that's, the, that's the that's the one that who'll get you there.
2: Ding ding ding, we have a winner!
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently she has like albums too, so That's kinda cool. Yeah. Who knew? Wow.
2: Me. Wow. but i i liked married with children i don't really know why because they never they never got anything like you know what i mean like funny yeah it was hysterical i guess because it was so normal life where you're like nothing's nothing good is happening here (laughs) what's going on
0: I mean, think about it. Four of the people that were regularly on the show were clueless and having this great time being where they were. And the, there's two of them that were paying attention. That was Al and the neighbor there. And they were not having a good time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was a great show. One of one of the favorite things about that, too, was when they started taking out credit cards in the dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! oh that's right I
1: remember you always had like the inner monologue of the dog too <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like it would just panda this dog and the dog would be having its own conversation in its head well I'll be
4: damned I really can see my house from here
0: <laughs> Ooh, you know what was a good tv show that came out around that time that I think was on fox there was a tv show
2: called Herman's Head did you guys ever see that oh no. I barely remember that I didn't watch a lot of it I do remember that though Who was in that
1: Wow, I do not remember this at all.
0: Lisa Simpson was in it. The I think the curly haired chick from like a
2: it was only on ninety one to ninety four, so yeah. Heard of it? I don't know if I actually saw it. But you said, "Oh, the chick who plays Lisa Simpson." Today? I think so. Or does the voice? No, they're part of the characters in his head. Oh. Okay. Oh, Hank Azaria is Yardley Smith. Yeah.
1: Well, wow, it looks like a really off-color fraser <laughs> But I think that's just—I think this is from the '90s, just the style.
0: You can yeah. yeah aesthetically, I would—I would agree with that. From the writing aspect, it was pretty crazy because it was the little like idiosyncrasies of like the different dimensions of your mind and I'm sure there's probably an appropriate word for that right now that escapes me. Multiple personalities? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically like the different things that make up your conscience and like the should I or is that a good idea or is that not a good idea kind of
2: thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your little Jiminy Cricket. It's
1: like, it's like the little devil angel on your shoulder kind of thing.
2: Right. Yeah. Oh, well, It's
1: basically, a, what's that Pixar movie? Inside Out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. That was a cool movie. I like when she drops all the memories oops (laughs) that's that's what's happening inside my brain right now yeah oops (laughs) i did see the intro um i can send it to you oh thanks julie wow this is so 90s
1: (laughs) my god
0: (laughs) see it's what's her name from uh wow this is a terrible example of what's really the show oh (laughs) god
1: hey kazaria
2: (laughs) dude you're right though it's totally fucking inside out that's where they got that idea.
1: <laughs> There's rehashing.
2: So, apparently the key to our success is to find a really obscure old TV show and remake it into a Pixar movie. How <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: funny. It's the, it's the formula. I've been missing out this whole time.
2: <laughs> Damn it! We're geniuses. Just took us a minute. John Hughes.
0: I kept wanting to say John Cusack, but John Hughes movies. She was in one with
2: Eric Stoltz and Mary Stuart Masterson or some shit like that. Eric Stoltz. That's really all you need to look up. Not The Mask, his other movie. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, he's done a lot of movies.
0: Fuck, what is the name of that movie? You probably would have been better off looking up John Hughes, quite frankly, but I'm not looking anything up.
2: some kind of wonderful there we bitty go bitty bitty. nice yay why are we talking about that
1: i don't know we kind of just went on a tangent there
2: <laughs> well i guess we should get back on it yep. what's new and exciting in the uh the wide world of articles <laughs> <laughs>
1: wide world of articles news and information a little call back to terry cruz i found a little article about him and all his being like the multi-talented dude i can't remember did we talk about that like that he's like a painter and stuff
0: Oh, I don't know if we talked about I him I know he's multi-talented, but we didn't have enough time to discuss all of his talents, but tell me more.
1: So apparently when he was trying to make ends meet, he does freelance artwork. Like here's a little article of him like painting football players. That's cool. And yeah, and apparently he's also he plays a flute. He designs his own furniture and he's Terry Crews. He's <laughs> Terry
2: Crews playing Damn, the flute. He can do like everything. Yeah. He's that guy that you wish that you were, but you really weren't. Yeah, that, that person
1: <laughs> that actually like, I'm interested in this and like pursues the hobby as opposed to be like, I'm interested in that, uh, but I'm just going to sleep. <laughs>
2: uh, well, I like his
0: furniture, he made. Yeah,
1: so that looks comfy.
0: Yeah, that furniture's fucking red. Yeah. That looks like some great fall into this chair and have a conversation furniture. Yep. Make sure you check out our show notes so you
2: can see what the hell we're talking about.
1: And the robot dance. That's all you need right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so just a little callback I stumbled across the other day. That's
2: cool. I think he's, he's awesome, and I think him calling out. The dude that groped him and suing his ass is like fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) What those types of things try to work their
0: way on is manipulation, and for men, it's emasculation, and that's just as important. Yeah, Yeah. good for him. Yeah, for sure.
2: He he is more than just the old (laughs) spice.
1: Thank God. We discussed in previous show, Brooklyn Nine Nine is really made by him being in it. That that whole show's got like a great cast. Him in it is just perfect. That's cool. science Yeah, I think of science.
2: In in other news, do you remember back in 1996 when they cloned Dolly the sheep? Oh
0: yeah. I I, I did, but boy, I'm having a hard time taking my eyes away from this
2: robot dance.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just mesmerized.
2: (laughs) I mean, seriously. So, in 1996, they cloned Dolly the sheep. Well, in 2018, they've cloned a monkey. Hmm. Which is kind of crazy because... Monkeys, people, close relation. Yeah, yeah, you know?
4: (laughs) First we'll start with the sheep. Then we'll go to the monkeys.
1: And then we'll go to people.
2: (laughs) So it was a baby macaw monkey was the one that they did. The type of monkey they did. Sorry, not the one that they did. But (laughs) The
1: (laughs) (laughs) the one macaw that ruled them all.
2: So Chinese scientists had a breakthrough and they cloned a baby macaw. And it says it was 22 years after they, they did Dolly the Sheep, which totally made me feel old because I remember, <laughs> I remember when they cloned Dolly the Sheep, it was done in Scotland and everybody was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like it was a total uproar yeah. because they were like, what is that going to lead to?
1: And it left it out. That
2: <laughs> right. Watch that little uh, video
0: there. Yeah. And I also remember that happening and I remember the level of really sincere creative writing that was done around that time to try to like make people aware and pay attention of the bigger picture and kind of where we were at and are we
2: really prepared to go down that path and nobody paying attention. Abre los ojos. Open your eyes. Their point of cloning these animals is so that they can use it to help identify disease-causing genes. Mm. Which, I'm not really sure how that would work, but I'm not a scientist, so I guess I wouldn't know.
1: Yeah, I would guess, like, maybe, though, if, like, there's a hereditary disease, if it pops up in a clone, they can better understand, like, its formation process. You know, study the animal from beginning to end, knowing that, oh, hey, let's say it has Parkinson's, for example. You could study the progression of it and, like, where it starts manifesting on its life cycle. So that's why I imagine...
0: Why can't they just do that on something else, like a butterfly? well because know.
1: science cannot progress without heaps <laughs> uh, <laughs> call back <'Cause>,
0: uh, <laughs> check out awesome. episode so seven for more details yeah that oh it's so sadly true but that's you know they can already figure out the damage that's being done from fukushima in japan by the gestation of butterflies because of the what is their turnaround time from like oh the 30 like,
2: days they have a 30 yeah. day life cycle i think tyler's on onto something you know to watch the progression of these diseases and these diseases only come close to species like us the monkey and the pig are the two things that are the closest to humans that's why they're using pig organs for you know like transplants and stuff so apparently i don't know how they know this but (laughs) apparently according to this video they can get parkinson's alzheimer's and cancer so gives them that opportunity It is kind of alarming because, because they are so close to the human species that people's concern is, you know, obviously are we going to start cloning people because we definitely don't need another Donald Trump. And (laughs) the primary concern is going to be
0: that people aren't going to read Bibles anymore.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. What do you mean creationism? (laughs) (laughs) but i think i think it's interesting but the only thing that i really thought of deep down morally was that movie multiplicity with michael keaton (laughs) bringing it
1: back to batman
2: (laughs) i saw them cloning him in that movie and it didn't go well so maybe we shouldn't do this but you can't make a copy of a copy that was the moral of that story (laughs) oh wow (laughs) gotta go to the source But
1: I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's really f- fascinating. But it's funny because it ties into one of the one things I wanted to talk about with China. Oh, funny. As we usually do, we always seem to somehow sync up with things. Right. One of the articles I was going to talk about was how China just overtook the United States as being uh, the lead scientific research country, essentially. Oh, wow. They are pouring more money into in science.
2: Heaps. It takes heaps.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've got them. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently a study-
2: bottoms, we've got <laughs> Awesome. Best podcasts ever.
1: (laughs) We're (laughs) nailing it.
2: Well, that makes, I mean, that makes sense because back to episode seven, we were speaking of the human head transplant, which by the way, was supposed to happen in December and it's February by the time we drop this podcast and still no transplant. Nope. (laughs) he's doing that in china
1: yeah Yeah, but yeah basically china is become the lead in like r&d and research development to the sciences and new technologies and whatnot just because they are such a powerhouse of money they're pouring that money back into things that will basically make them more rich
0: (laughs) right right yeah Yeah, because it sure as fuck isn't the infrastructure i mean just look at when their earthquakes hit
1: yeah exactly heaps
2: heaps <laughs> how else will they get the heaps
0: <laughs>
1: you know given the current administration how the trump administration is cutting back on the sciences you know cutting funding to the epa
2: heaps, and doing things like that heaps. yeah our he- our
0: heaps just walk and talk that's that's the only difference
1: yeah our heaps are being used for corporate gain so yeah
2: yeah
1: But on a similar note, they had a study where for 200 days, Chinese students lived in a lunar lab, basically a simulated environment. Oh, what's this? Yeah, so, so China has goals of setting up a moon colony. Mm. Like I said, they're pouring money into it. So they want they want to be the first to the moon. They want to set up a lunar lab. So they, they just finished a 200-day study of basically students living in a simulated moon base, essentially.
0: Is this because they all like Revenge of the Nerds?
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 they're living out their dream, finally. <laughs>
3: you're
0: that nerd yeah oh god you are
2: wonderful are all nerds as good as you
4: yes
1: um but yeah the four students were crammed into a 160 square meter cabin called lunar palace or yuang yugong one oh i don't know
2: if you can call a place that small a palace <laughs>
3: yeah i mean it, yeah
2: it's just like of the nerds, they all go
0: in that room to get laid, and it's the moon room, and it's a water bed, and some artist <laughs> yeah. went and
2: painted the walls. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I totally remember that.
1: But yeah, that's only like 1,700 square feet, so it's a basically like good size apartment.
2: <laughs> a non-California <Ooh>. apartment. Yeah. <laughs> um. How,
0: how many? How many folks are we squeezing in there?
2: There was four. Ooh. Oh wow! For two weeks, you said? No, for two hundred days. Oh, Oh, two hundred days! Whoa! Yeah, that' wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little different. That's yeah. almost a fucking full year. I'm glad I didn't so announce
0: it did... two weeks. I would murder somebody. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So apparently, not. You know, they were stressed, but they didn't really have any huge issues because that, that was the thing they are wondering is like, can people really live that long in that, that type of environment Close without having a breakdown?
2: Right. I could do it, but I wouldn't be happy about it. I mean, if, if you were given lots of tasks that you had to complete each day,
1: that would... Well, I imagine. It was probably just supposed to be like, you got to maintain the food crops, you got to check all the systems, you got to make repairs.
0: Everybody jerking off in a corner. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were the quietest masturbators. <laughs>
2: I'm just here to get the job done. (laughs) (laughs) Whichever job that that applies to works. (laughs) Or or, or only one of
0: them does it, and they're the only one that walks off there with a big smile on their face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, 8 o'clock to 8.10, masturbation time. Must complete in 10 minutes.
2: (laughs) And done. Okay.
1: (laughs) So yeah, China is pouring like billions into their space program, and they plan to have an outpost on the moon by 2022.
2: Wow, that's not that far. So yeah. God, now I got that eyesore in the sky. (laughs) Well, this is interesting, though. Their space program is government-funded, correct? Yeah. And basically only our space program is like, yeah, we got NASA, but it's not doing great, and we're outsourcing to SpaceX.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we're cutting cutting funding to it.
2: (laughs) Does Ben Affleck work at NASA? What?
1: (laughs) Because he's tanking it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically our space program is now SpaceX, and that's just... Our main man taking care of this planet <laughs> and now the universe. Taking <laughs> care, of Every day. Every day. <laughs> care of business. Oh my God! Oh God! That's kind of crazy, though. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but that's pretty interesting. 2022.
1: Yeah, that's six years. That's
2: really close.
1: Yeah, so they're they're really pushing to basically be the first ones to colonize another planet, and it, the way it's looking, they're.
0: That's not a planet. That's a moon. <laughs> That's true. A, Look at the big pla- okay. on this curl over here. Nerd.
2: Nerd.
1: How about a planetoid?
2: <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> How about a Klingon? What? I'm
1: so, I'm so... <laughs> floating around Uranus.
2: <your> <laughs> 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 that joke never gets told either.
1: You know, I've gotten miles off that one since I was like five. <laughs>
2: It's a gift that keeps on giving.
0: Look, I felt good about myself for a moment. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Uh -uh. (laughs) Well
2: (laughs) I noticed just I was trying to think if it was yesterday or not, but it was like the anniversary of the the Challenger. No, not the challenger. The other spaceship. Talking about the the one that blew up, right? The one in Houston? Yeah. The one in Houston when we lived there, Tonya. I don't remember what it's called. Columbia. So, let's rewind. I did remember. (laughs) Now that was fucking impressive, kids.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's going to Foley work.
2: Right? (laughs) The Space Shuttle Columbia disaster actually is February 1st. It's Mm. the anniversary for the Space Shuttle Columbia disaster. So coming up. Yeah, this first week of February. What was weird about that was we lived in Houston at the time and they actually, well, they launch out of Cape Canaveral in Florida, right? Yeah, they were upon the landing is when they exploded. So they were coming into Houston and then that's when that tragedy struck. I feel like that's kind of the last thing. Thing that NASA's really done because that was in 2003. We should have been way more
0: advanced than we were and it was clear that the reasons why we weren't at that point was budgetary yep. and they didn't have a lot of control over... The cleaning up of the breakup, as terrible as that sounds.
2: Oh, yeah. There was parts and pieces everywhere, everywhere all over it Houston. Was all
0: over the place. I mean, there were bits of that thing everywhere. And it was a real, real logistical and PR nightmare. Killed them as a company.
2: Which is funny because this says here that the location was Louisiana. <laughs> That's funny because... It was all over Texas because we were living there. We went to NASA and brought
0: flowers and like a little stuffed animal or whatever to give her condolences because it was just insane because we were just in our living rooms and then all of a sudden breaking news and we're like oh crap that's right above us that's kind of crazy
2: yeah yeah, it was, it was crazy because they were like don't touch it just leave you know? it call the authorities we need to figure out what's happened yeah so... and people took
0: off with it everywhere there were a lot of people that just simply didn't turn it in they kept it so I'm sure it's probably on eBay or something
1: oh yeah right? <laughs> some black market <laughs> uh,
0: here's something we about We've toured NASA there. Oh, nice. And it literally is like a Walt Disney walkthrough from like the from like 70s. The 70s. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like dot matrix printers. And- and it's very bizarre. And it's like, there's no way in God's green earth they're still using this space that we're walking through. But that's the area that you get to tour. And it was cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. But
2: what was the coolest thing about that was they did show you the tanks that. The people went in to like simulate weightlessness yeah which was you know just this gigantic swimming pool basically mm. and then i guess they go in with their spacesuits on and it kind of simulates
1: zero g no
2: gravity because you're floating so that was probably the the coolest thing and never ever kids listen to the adults don't try the space ice cream. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Just go chew on a fucking sponge. That don't taste a whole lot better. Yeah,
0: one of the things that stood out for me there is, I'm a person when I go to art museums, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a big fan of reading the placard. But it was so boring in that fucking place <laughs> that I read the placards
1: because <laughs> it's all placards,
0: <laughs> and yeah. it was really kind of scary because you were reading about the physical drain that these people were putting their bodies through in preparation
2: for anything that they could figure might be a possibility. Right? What is it? It's the, it's the, the space center. Yeah. yeah. The Johnson Space Center. I do know that they've done updates because that was in 2003 and before when we were going there. So they've tried to, like, give it a, a freshen. So <laughs> a whitewash. Now, now they've got, like, a video. A modern computer in Whatever it. the fuck. Yeah, basically. They got rid of the Doc matrix printers finally. They got a couple iPads <laughs> in there. And now it looks a little bit more (laughs) space-aged. Probably the spaciest thing was the bad or dehydrated ice cream. And then they had those dip and dots. That was the other (laughs) far-out space food. I was like, those are gross. Ice
1: cream of the future.
2: (laughs) Right? which future because still nobody likes it yeah but you
1: still see them because like i went down to a boardwalk with some friends a couple weeks back and they still had dip and dots i'm like holy shit they're still making
2: those fucking things <laughs> right i know every time i see him i'm that's exactly my reaction i'm all what <laughs> this is still a thing
0: yeah you know, back to the space program. The other thing about our odd little connections to space, Julie, in, in particular, is we when they were delivering the one space shuttle over when it was piggybacking off of the yeah. plane there. Oh yeah.
1: When it's on like a seven forty seven.
2: Yeah, that I guess that was the last
0: space thing. That yeah, that I could recall. But I have a picture of that right over our house. Oh, red. What shuttle was that that they were retiring?
1: That's an excellent question.
2: Retired space shuttle fly over la the endeavor hmm. it was the space shuttle endeavor that was that flight and that was on september 21st 2012 what a trip yep or well this is september twenty sixth. so well when do you think that nasa would have the date right
0: i was totally by myself it totally sucked you not being here i was like this is fucking crazy.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, said it flew from Edwards Air Force Base piggybacked over a bunch of California cities. Do, 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 do. well, yeah, it once it got here, it like did
0: like a parade.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hey, your tax dollars at work. Right?
2: It's kind of cool. I mean, that's <laughs> nice. That's that's good for humanity. Was, I don't I don't see a problem. Oh, yeah, nah. Little did we know that was them laying the space program to rest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like a death march.
2: <laughs> right? Right? Oh my god.
1: We're just going to parade the
2: corpse of the space program around. (laughs) That was awesome. <laughs> uh, it says, after passing by Vandenberg Air Force Base on the California coast, they then entered the Los Angeles area, making passes, sometimes several, over landmarks such as Griffith Observatory, the Hollywood sign, Dodger Stadium, NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, Malibu, Santa Monica, Disneyland, the Queen Mary, and the USS Iowa in Long Beach Harbor. Uh, and also went over Sacramento, Golden Gate Bridge, San Francisco, San Jose.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing like that. There's a like, picture of it like flying by the Golden Gate. Yeah,
2: Oracle, you're not the only one. Yeah, they totally did it for all the photo ops. Like I said, they were laying to rest. Yeah.
3: <laughs> fucking space
2: program. We just had no idea at that point. Speaking of space, did you ever see... This is an old one, so I barely saw it. Did you ever see Space Camp? It was a 1986 release.
1: No, I don't think I ever did. And it had
2: Leah Thompson and Kelly Preston in it.
1: Oh, uh, no.
2: Oh my God! This feels like
0: the third dimension of hell. What is this? Space Camp. Space Camp. Oh, I heard you.
1: I had a, a uh, like a promotional VHS as a kid for Space Camp. Oh really? It's like 10 minutes long, but I watched the shit out of it because I wanted to go to Space Camp. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and i never
2: did <laughs> and i never did oh you know what oh dude seriously this is like the best parent box ever
0: so hey leah thompson space- is in the movie we can't fucking remember the name of
2: <laughs> some kind of wonderful <laughs> <laughs> movies are three degrees of separation but yeah it was a cool movie because kelly preston was hot before she was kidnapped
0: fuck yeah Holy. And that's, that's why there's like these space rockets next to her like... and she
2: has like a photographic memory in that Holy movie fuck, just Venus? Saying. <laughs> uh-uh. but what's interesting is this movie when i i went to imdb.com this was a really cool movie that i watched as a kid and i was like space yay um (laughs) but it said people who like this also like the movie daryl did you ever see that movie no oh my god we have to have like a 1980s you missed out (laughs) movies oh my god oh my god kill me be a friend don't don't make me do that
1: it's okay there will be alcohol (laughs) it
0: won't be enough
1: (laughs) It's a catch twenty two
2: to be drunk Unless enough to watch George Washington
0: it. is there. There will not be enough alcohol. <laughs> I forgot
2: what Daryl stood for, but um, it was D A R Y L, and it says a seemingly normal young boy turns into us to be a top secret military created robot with superhuman abilities. The other one's Flight of the Navigator. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Alright.
1: love the shit out of that.
2: One out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Flight of the Navigator was awesome. We're going to have 1980s Space Camp. Flight of, I love Flight of the Navigator. That was great. That was a very good movie. Yep. And actually, uh, the oh no, he's not. I was going to say, I think the kid who plays Daryl also plays in that movie, Flight of the Navigator, but that is not true. Daryl is played by Barrett Oliver, who is the kid from The NeverEnding Story, I believe. Hey. Let me see. Let There's me see. Tie-in.
1: And that, that was some blatant false advertising. That story ended.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the, kid, the kid... That's so fucking funny. The kid, Barrett it's Oliver... Almost, who, it's who
0: almost kind of not nice. <laughs>
2: <he was> in... <laughs> well, actually, okay. So first, Barrett Oliver was in The NeverEnding Story, <laughs> Daryl and Cocoon. Huh. Now, The NeverEnding Story is based on a book.
0: Those were crazy fucking movies from the 80s if we're going to get all...
2: 80s waities over here yeah those were crazy movies, <laughs> and he was all- in all three of them
1: dude that kid's seen some shit
2: right <laughs> so the never-ending story was actually based on a book and the only movie that they act there was three parts of the movie and then they had a tv show like a cartoon i actually read the never Ending story book try to see by michael this is kind of funny the guys <laughs> so the never-ending story is based on a novel by michael edney e-n-d-e so it says end e that's how you spell his last name (laughs) endy it was based on a novel and the novel is a three-part series so that's why they did have the movies but they spaced them out so far the book did really sort of end at where they ended the first movie and turned into the other part of the story so it was kind of cool if you read a book. If you ever have Julie suggest a book for you to read, this would be the book. (laughs) And I actually, (laughs) like, it was so good I read it a few times, which for me is really crazy because... It was 448 pages, and that's a big fucking book. I mean, this is like no Dr. Seuss green (laughs) greetings in hand. This is the shit. So I love it. So if if you want a good read, I totally recommend reading it. I'm like a loyalist to the movie, but this book is so good. Like, they did such a great job on the first movie to the book that I would definitely say skip part two and three and just go to the book.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I've never read them, so I'm going to have to. Yeah,
2: it's really, really good. Actually, you know what else is funny about The Never Ending Story? My mom, when when it first came out on DVD, mm. you know, I, I think I was in my 20s at that point or whatnot, and my mom sent me the DVD version because, like, I grew up and I had the VHS tape and I basically played the VHS tape till it wouldn't play anymore because that's what happens with VHS tapes. So... <laughs> this so, <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> so my mom was like, Score! I found the never ending story, so she mailed it to me. I think, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. I wait a while and then I'm like, I'm gonna watch the never ending story. I don't have anything to do, right? So I put it in and the DVD gets to the end where he's like, Bastian. Why don't you do what you dream, Bastian? Call
3: my name.
2: And then all of a sudden he opens his mouth to like yell her name and it's all. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking DVD had it like a shit froze. spot. It just froze
0: there. It just froze with the mouth in, like mid sentence. It was amazing. And I'm like, what is her name? What it, is her name? I laughed so hard. <laughs> it was
2: so <laughs> fucked
1: up. Oh nice. For when you want to watch it and have a cliffhanger.
2: Do you know what her <laughs> name is though? Do you guys remember what her name was? No, no. I can't
1: remember. Say my name. Say, say my, my name.
2: name, say my name. No one what, do you,
0: what do you think everybody's fascination was with with the movies? Because like I didn't have that relationship with the book, but I thought the movies the movie was amazing.
2: Yeah, the first movie was really good. Well, I think it was relatable because this kid was he was like the kid that was bullied and. Back in the day, before you started offing yourself because you were being bullied, like, they really tried to put things like this out there. Now everyone's like, well, you know, just tough it out, tough it out. Whereas a movie like this was like, okay, you are being bullied, but you know what? You can escape and regroup your thoughts and your feelings by going into this world of a book or, you know, watching a movie that takes you away from that frustration and and agony. It gave you the out. We don't give kids the out anymore. We just give them time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god
2: <laughs> but sorry
0: to get all savvy uh... but I think I think <laughs> for me it was the the aesthetic of it and the fantasy of it and the fact they were they were literally basically reading the story verbatim or so it they made it appear yeah, while, right. which is probably why it was such a great learning tool for reading with this amazing visual that went behind it and I just like I melt in that. I love that. I live for that kind of shit.
2: That's kind of of the same realm that the Princess Bride was. You know, he, Fred Savage was sick so his grandfather reads him a story about the Princess Bride and Bastion is sick of being bullied, loves to read, and found this book and went ahead and, you know, hid away and read the book so he could escape his agony. But the thing I remember the most about that was the father, Columbo, yeah. No, 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 no! Uh, it was not in the princess bride. <laughs> the father in the never-ending story. Oh, sorry, Gerald McRaney. He was really popular back then. He was like in all kinds of stuff back then. Oh, he was in everything. I knew just the other day what he was in too. But he was. Oh, he was in Major Dad. <laughs>
1: major dad and
2: he was in designing women that's what it was magnum pi yeah
1: he pops up a lot he's one of those like character actors who just. dude
2: he was in a tv series called the oregon trail
1: (laughs) oh Oh, yeah like he's in he's in justified longmire yeah
2: this dude's been in everything but the thing that i remember the most from the never-ending story with him in it was he like broke two eggs and ate them in a orange smoothie or something
1: (laughs) Mm. Yeah, you know, that's back in the day when everyone would fucking just like eat raw eggs public service announcement <laughs> that's how you get salvanilla,
3: guys
2: All right I'm trying to see if i can find a video oh here you go so he's got orange juice right right mm-hmm. there he's got the egg we don't care your mom's dead i'm gonna make this bad drink.
0: <laughs> i think that's a telling story of a father who's like this is a solid breakfast <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's got vitamin C and protein. It's all I, I need. I mean,
2: <laughs> the only reason why it's orange juice is because if it was a bloody mary it'd be too realistic. <laughs> yep. i don't even remember like he's all upset about his mom and shit i just remembered the drink
1: <laughs> <laughs> just zeroed in on that like what the fuck is he doing right savage
2: i wake up tomorrow and julie's drinking a red eye <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get together we're gonna watch space camp daryl and the never ending story while drinking fucking red eyes <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. god that looks disgusting right <laughs> yeah what, what was with that trend of everybody just having like raw eggs
0: it doesn't seem like a good idea yeah Egg thing is kinda of weird because if because because life is boring, and you get to revisit shit sometimes. You're like, you know what? What's the new spin on eggs? Eggs are terrible for you, terrible, terrible. Oh, what's the new spin on eggs? Eggs are great for you. You can fucking have them raw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nope. Well, no,
1: there's like a Japanese dish where basically you take freshly cooked steaming rice and you just crack an egg over it and stir it in and just have it like that. I mean, I mean that's it, good. Like, it sounds good. They're like, yeah, anyone who lives in America, don't. Well, because do the
0: steam's probably cooked right. Well, oh, we that? do that in this house. Oh, and I owe you an apology. I went back and read more about the Ordaland and the common way to do it was to make make them fatter. Okay. Oh, when we uh, had game night?
1: Yeah, because I, I, I remember just hearing it from a podcast. I was like, maybe I'm misremembering it.
0: Yeah, I, I thought that they drowned them and that was how they went, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that they did them the same way that they did like Forgois or whatever.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was when I came over for game night we were talking about it. Yeah,
2: I think so. I no. did hear Oregon Trail while I was in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> Gerald McRaney was in or- a TV series, Oregon Trail. <laughs> Which was the game that we played on game night.
1: Almost made it.
2: <laughs> oh. We were like three cards away.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was really annoying. It's like, oh fuck. <laughs> really
2: seriously, it's pretty awesome
0: though. Yeah. He had a harem with him, so you know. Yeah, I... but we died, so we, like left us. But maybe, maybe <laughs> we had babies, and they were left on the trail, and somebody felt sorry for the baby and picked the baby <laughs> up. You don't know the saga. Just
1: gonna tuck this baby in the bush here.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the saga moves forward. That's how it works. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I was trying to see if this article was worth anything. Just over three quarters of flying insects in Germany's nature reserve have disappeared in less than 30 years. Jeez. It's kind of a global trend. It's estimated that 80% of the wild plants rely on insects for pollination. Around 60% rely on birds. I didn't know that. Not to mention... We need insects to pollinate many of the fruits and vegetables and the nuts that we eat daily. Mm. Losing flying insects is a, a serious issue. The fact that f- the number of flying insects are decreasing at such r- high rates in such a large area is alarming," says whatever the fuck this person's name is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're saying a, there's number of reasons why we might be losing them, which range from loss of habitat and pesticides used to impacts of global warming. Yeah. And it says insects make up about two thirds of the life on Earth, but there's been some kind of horrific decline. We appear to be making vast tracts of land inhospitable to most forms of life and are currently on the course for For ecological ecological Armageddon. If we lose the insects then everything else is going to collapse.
1: Yeah. Well I know I know like you know the bee colony collapsing all over the place has just been like a huge problem and it's mainly because agriculture.
2: Yeah.
0: The thing I like most is there's a demographic of uh, people out there who know that that there's a particular type of coffee that can come from the stool of an animal that is exceptional, but they don't have the wherewithal to pass along the infamous amounts of information that they know that maybe somebody next to them doesn't know. Mm Right.
3: Yeah,
1: it's just, you know, the... Coffee bean poop is popular. Right. It's it's fun to talk about, like, oh my beans
2: ping from poop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's marketable. Saving insects isn't as marketable. But it's your own yeah. life.
0: You're you're literally chopping your own nose off despite your face. I mean it's
2: But everybody's philosophy is like, oh, I'll be fucking dead by then anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Humanity but... <laughs> has a
1: terrible track record of not addressing a problem until the problem has already happened. Right. Like so many things that are happening <laughs> right now are just like, oh just it'll be fine. Just ignore it. Right. It'll, it'll go away.
2: Yeah, I feel like a frog in a pod this this is interesting though because it says it was a 27 year study and the number of insects it says the annual biomass of flying insects dropped by 76 christ over 27 year study Fucking!
0: how many more years do you need like four years i'd be like "Ooh, whoa wait a minute
1: no we're we're too busy eating tie pods
2: All right. It says, meanwhile, specifically in the summer months, when insects should be the most Im- abundant, the decline soars to 82%. So again, back to episode 7, part 2, we are all to blame.
3: Nope. <laughs>
2: oh, shit. It says, the reason the news is so shocking is that studies looking at the decline of all insects haven't really been done before what? instead research has generally looked at a specific species like bumblebees or certain groups like butterflies the new study incorporated many of the flying insects that don't get much attention like flies and wasps to give a better picture of what's happening to the important creepy crawlers as a whole <laughs> 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 so that's kind of interesting that actually kind of ties back into this other article that just popped up on my texture app and it says that climate change is also killing the oceans so we're not going to have any water we're not going (laughs) to
0: no no we're going to have some sweet water for a while it'll come from santa barbara and then it's going to be shit skis for everybody Uh, else
2: (laughs) it's interesting so this says specifically that the oxygen is running out of in the water that kind of doesn't make sense cuz isn't water H2O? I think that goes back to the wind study
0: that Tyler was talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if we use up all the winds we we'll use it all up and it'll be gone. What will we do then? <laughs> well, cuz I, you know, you know wa- yeah, water is dihydrogen monoxide. Two
2: hydrogen uh, oxygen molecule. Probably. Yeah.
1: But I I'm not super well versed in it, but I know the general idea is that the a lot of the oxygen cycle comes from the ocean with like the plants and stuff the little microbes that are in there
2: yeah it says there's that but when without oxygen in the water the marine life will die off or relocate we relocate where like is this gonna be like that simpsons episode where the dolphins came on land
4: oh no you poor thing here ow son of a hey leave my daughter alone Come on, humans!
1: We've wiped out entire species before! We can do it again!
2: you gotta hand it to those dolphins. They just wanted it more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or it'll it'll be like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where the dolphins take off because the planet's boned. Like, boned. Definitely. (laughs) Public service announcement!
2: By the way, dolphins rape. Look out! (laughs) Yep. Well, because this says when the oxygen gets very low in the ocean, animals leave if they can. Those species will relocate, get eaten, or starve to death. Say what? Right? And the fish die off can hurt people's health because low-income communities without adequate food sometimes eat fish that died in low oxygen conditions.
0: Maybe, maybe the reason why there's less oxygen in the water is because we have these giant boats out there they're like the size of fucking france they just go and like fucking just swipe out large schools of fish (laughs) and they're not there anymore to like circulate that shit around and it's the circle of life yeah that that
1: was always that was a depressing thing when i worked seafood i was always kind of reading about stuff that's going on with the ocean and just all the fisheries in the world that are on the verge of collapse it was some stupid number like 80 percent of the fisheries which are fisheries are not aquaculture where they farm fish fisheries are like an area where they you know they go out and harvest a certain type of fish using a certain method and like 80 percent of them were on the verge of collapse because of overfishing the
0: crazy thing is is everybody went ape shit over fucking what was it black fish or whatever the fuck it was that documentary where the japanese they like their traditional method of Oh Oh, no, that was
2: the what was that movie? Blackfish was Shamu.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah. You're right. The movie about the Japanese... The
2: dolphin murder movie. The cove.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what they've always been eating. This is the routine that they went to catch them. These companies are... You know, I know everybody loves dolphins. I do, too. Except for they break. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Same with otters. They're terrible creatures.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Ooh, good to know. We kayak with those guys. Oh, yeah. They're, um... they're
1: evil little fuckers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my real point is is that these are traditional farming methods, and engineers Method that's massive islands, these ships, they just come in and they just suck up all these fish. But wasn't the problem with the dolphins? that. I'm not saying it's great. If you're gonna judge something, these boats, these ships that are going out there and you're picking up these mass schools of fish is is a huge problem. Yeah, I think all these little mom and pop sushi places think about it.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the planet's not sustainable. Like, when we listen to Shit Down, that podcast, yeah. the, the guy, John B. Macklemore, talking about how the top soil has only got like another 30 odd years of being, actually being farmable. Right. Like, and, I mean, that's know, he... what we're
0: doing to India right now. They're digging so deep for well water over there that they're going to kill each other off they're not gonna it's gonna be like africa
1: Yep. next big wars are gonna be fought with water so
2: right exactly tank give it time this actually the part that i was looking for was it says oxygen is typically replenished when surface waters mix with deeper waters but when the oceans are hotter there is less vertical mixing so that's why increased surface temperatures make it more difficult for oxygen to reach the relatively deeper parts of the ocean
3: oh, okay so without
2: oxygen in the water it's not doing the vertical mixing that it normally would because of the rising temperatures of water so that's kind of interesting giant schools of fish or giant spoons what spoons what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, i'm saying circulating the water Spoon! So that's kind of interesting. We're really going to have to work on this space thing. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. That's so crazy, though. Let's work on what we got. Why would we reinvent the wheel? That's insane. Ah, fuck it. We got a new one. (laughs)
1: Yep.
2: That's how it works with your phone, right?
1: It's funny you were talking. You were talking about bees, so I had to look up some of my favorite bee gifts. I did.
2: I did see you post <laughs> that one.
1: <laughs> There's this other one with like a bumblebee taking off, and it's like, how? How does that thing actually fly? Like you look at it, and it's just like it's trying so hard to get off the ground. <laughs> I
2: think I can. I think I can. It's like it's just,
1: uh, 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 oh god, oh god, <laughs> and its um, butt's like dragging, and just like, uh, 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 I can do it.
0: <laughs> oh my god he's so cute do you know what i noticed i notice dead bees everywhere we go oh yeah i see dead bees i pointed out i'm like there are fucking dead bees on the ground, people. Look.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I, I see them all the time here because, you know, I, I live live next to Agland.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? Next to Agland? Agriculture.
1: So, like, they have a bunch of, like, beehive colonies out next to the farms. You know, you'll see little bee farms out there because so, they're using them to help pollinate their plants. Speaking of but, bee like, farms,
2: did you see that those assholes who fucking poured gasoline on all these bees and, like, tore up essentially a bee farm or whatever you would call it?
1: No. I didn't fucking see that.
2: It was, yeah, it was a huge... They, they're they getting jail time. Fuck.
1: Well, they should. <laughs>
2: it was here in Prunedale. <gasps> really? Ugh. Yeah, it says vandals destroyed 100 beehives in Prunedale, killing 200,000 bees. Did Was there another group that did it too? Probably. I mean, people are fucking stupid. Oh
3: my god.
1: Yeah, 200,000 bees killed in Prunedale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you found the same I did.
2: They were Italian and Russian honeybees. And Fuck. they were not aggressive. And the vandals struck between 10.30 a.m. and 3 p.m. So they did it during the day. They came here and they tipped over all the boxes and sprayed them with diesel fuel. It killed the whole a whole bunch of bees. Peaceful fucking bees. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Yeah, they're just doing their thing.
2: It cost them $50,000, which is a huge chunk of their annual salary. Pretty fucked up. But I don't know if they found these people, so there must be another... I think there's
0: another set.
2: Yeah. But in yeah, any rate, right, what the fuck? Fucking dum-dums. Yep. Wallace is snoring so loud, you guys. This was like a little technology bit that I found. It was cool because we basically communicate to one another on this level anyways with, with gifts. Mm-hmm. There's an article in Popular Science magazine from May, June 2016. So it's kind of old, but I was cruising through and- Hold on. I think I do hear the snoring.
1: Yep, I hear it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cause if it's not snoring, I'm really concerned.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, he's totally snoring.
1: I hear, I just hear this little
2: <laughs> Moth. Oh, he woke up, he woke up, he woke up. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna fall right back to sleep though, but something caught his attention and he went, huh, what? And now he's off, oh, okay, now he's snoring again. So anyways, this is an older article, but the guy who made GIFs, for those of you who are not living in 2018 and don't know what a GIF is, it's a brief video loop of movie scenes and cooking tutorials and other things on the internet that repeat. But what was interesting was he made these as a way for self-expression. So sometimes you don't want to say, dude, I'm so angry right now. You just want to have like, <laughs> insert favorite GIF here. <laughs> like, yeah. Back in 2016, it said more than 65 million people a month use giphy to search and share their gifts (laughs) it says but for the founder the company founder alex chung the global chatter will soon be a lot more than just piano playing cats in beyonce moves (laughs) (laughs) the biggest takeaway from this you know they're still building it they're still vastly adding more and more gifts every day oh yeah he said a mother told him that she used the site to teach her autistic child what human expression is. And that was like the moment where he really felt proud. That is amazing. That's awesome. Because they asked him, you know, why he thinks the uh, gifts are the communication tool of the future. And he said, you know, the internet is changing, or the internet has changed communication. You're not getting information from the New York Times. You're getting it from friends, from Twitter. It's peer-to-peer GIFs are a great form of sharing information for self-expression. We always ask, when has the internet really made you cry or made you go, Oh, It doesn't really do that unless you read something really beautiful, but now with a GIF, that can just kind of happen naturally. Well, I would just like to point out the dramatic difference is, is that
0: we don't all learn from simply reading. And this comes really natural And it's opened up avenues and segues and venues to other people that maybe you may not ordinarily talk to on the street, and you can name it Twitter or Facebook or whatever you want, but this is how a great portion of the population thinks, and it's been well overlooked, and now that they're making money off of it, we have to pay more attention. Yeah, Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Look how much, we, like, even within our messenger group, how much we use gifts for reactions and stuff. Totally. Yeah. We do it, all, all, all three of us do it all the time. Just to, it's a way to express a feeling without, like, talking about it. Totally. Plus, it's also fun making pop culture references. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and being children of the, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, we are very into that. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's funny, like... <laughs> I
2: mean, it's it, but it's art. It's a great art. Pop culture is a huge part of, of art and yeah.
0: greatly overlooked. And at, at some point, people are going to realize that. Right? For sure.
1: It's fun. Like, my circle friends I kind of grew up with in, like, in my early 20s, we called it reference speak. Like, we would reference Uh something from, like, a TV show or a movie and... It would be related to like a reaction to something but it wouldn't yeah. be like a direct answer but it'd be like a reference to like a feeling or a thought about something totally and it would just it only worked within our little circle because we go out and like hang out with other people and they're like what the fuck are they talking are about, talking about? <laughs> and like it's like
2: eiffel and wolf 359 he always makes the pop culture references and nobody really gets it because yeah. you know clearly he was not in his same group that, that of all these people that knew these pop yeah, references and that's, that's
1: exactly how it was like we could go to parties and we sit there be making jokes at each other and people just be like who the fuck are these weirdos
2: like? <laughs> All right That's one more snippet from this little article it says gifts are like a return to form for humans like a grown-up show and tell mm-hmm. and he said it's true gifts can represent a concept that other mediums can't nowadays communication is messaging everything that was on the internet is now shared within messaging apps and is on a conversation basis. And it says GIFs are everything we as humans want to say that words just can't express. Yeah. But I, I really like that this woman said that she had an autistic children and that was a great way for him to learn how to understand expressions.
1: Yeah. That's really, really fucking cool.
2: So, you know, you've invented something rad when, <laughs> you know, when someone comes to you like that.
1: And I appreciate that you say GIF and not JIF. Cause right. Jif right. But actually that was,
2: um, <laughs> it was funny because this is specifically for the Giphy company. And so I was like, I wonder how many people are like, Jiffy. <laughs> like, no, that's peanut butter, people. <laughs> this is a GIF with a G. Yeah,
0: ba- with The a basic J. understanding of linguistics should get you there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, it's, it's an acronym. So it's graphic interchange format. So it's a G sound because it's right,
2: graphic. Right, right. <laughs> graphic. I love it. Not a Jaffic. Oh, it
1: always pisses me off. People say GIFs. I'm like, no, you're wrong.
2: <laughs> right? <Look. laughs> Knock some sense into you. I don't know what that would qualify as. Pop culture? Yeah. Technology? Plop, plop, fizz, pop, fizz? Pop,
1: pop, pop culture. Pop,
2: pop.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, the only other thing I have, basically, you know, calling back again to the 90s, <laughs> Remember, there used to be those two meteors that came down. And they were like, oh, maybe there's signs of life on these. Oh, yeah. They finally, the technology's developed enough where they're able to find the, these meteorites that crashed down. They had uh, liquid water, amino acids, hydrocarbons, and other organic matter. So the basic the bu- the basic building blocks of life were found on meteorites within our solar system, and they this the rough-
2: poop dart or these other?
1: <laughs> these, these are different ones. These are ones that like you know because there's like asteroid belts within our system of like yeah, planets yeah, that yeah. Really yeah. Formed. and formed. Sometimes they'll knock into each other and get knocked off track, and they'll they'll come flying and crash to earth this isn't the
0: blue things that fall out of the sky and meet Joe dirt is it
1: <laughs> no no i mean we're talking wow, about that's 90s a, a
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's true that is very true but yeah basically you know haven't found like organic life but they found all the things that are necessary for life to evolve so implications that's of that being that life can basically populate anywhere because it's inherent and just the universe. Basically So it's, to it's,
2: think that we're the only living thing out there. Yeah.
1: Given the vastness of this of the universe, like to think that we're the only living planet is just fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> right. I am going to be so thankful that I've kept all of my toll money. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-uh.
1: <laughs> But yeah, like it's, it's not definitive proof, but it's clear evidence that, hey, these things occur naturally in nature, and those are what make up larger, more complicated animals. Right. Or life, as it were. So elsewhere, there's definitely life. It's just we haven't found it yet. It's
2: pretty crazy, though, that they can identify that there was water in another solar system basically from a rock. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'm with Stephen Hawking on this. I think that we need to tread lightly with this kind of thing because we are very weak Creatures and oh, yeah. I mean, look at all the people that are dying from the flu this year, yeah. right? It's still January,
1: yeah. It's funny. <laughs> I watched an anime on Netflix called Devil Man, and one of the characters, like the first episode, he's, he talks about how humans are just in, an inferior species and da 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 da, and how frail, yeah, how frail we are. But it's, it's the only thing that saves us is our, our technology and basically our,
0: our, our reproduction f- skills is what saves us <laughs>
1: yep we've got really I mean because you look at other sapiens like their thumbs they, they have an opposable thumb like us but it's not nearly as refined and not as precise yeah. like they can grab and grip things but our thumbs are really great at doing small little things that's why we're able to build like such like video yeah, games. Exactly. sit and spin <laughs> yep <laughs> on your thumb <laughs> yeah like you know between our frontal cortex and our crazy good opposable thumb that's why we've been able to outcompete everything else despite our obvious flaws like we can't run fast we're not super strong we should be prey to everything else but
0: but we can masturbate quietly oh that's
1: that's the trick that's the key (laughs) what do you think i'm doing right now Uh... (laughs) i love podcasting that much
3: and
2: scene and we're done (laughs) that's as quiet as i get
1: (laughs) hey we're done just like i am (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening to this month's episode of Tri-Pace Pod. Look forward to hearing our voices in your ear holes once again at the beginning of next month. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Tri-Pace Pod on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud because it stimulates dopamine production in our brains every time you do. You can creep on us from afar at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at TriPacePod. Pod. And of course, check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at tripacepod.com. And as always, you're awesome.
2: Oh uh, uh... God <laughs> <laughs> Seven. <the> <laughs> it's it's the it's the uh, Oh I can totally see the cover of this fucking thing. <laughs> this segment's called What the Fuck Is Julie Saying? <laughs> <laughs> and also Joe Dirt was 2001, apparently not 90s. I mean, it's kind but of But that's so close to the 90s. It's basically the 90s. Yeah.
1: It's in the spirit of.
0: Right? It's in the spirit of the 70s.
2: He's got a mullet. When's a mullet from?
1: Mullet.
0: It's like a combination of like the 70s and the 80s. Yeah.
1: It's okay, guys. It's got an amazing 11% on rotten tomatoes.
2: Ah! Cool. <laughs> oh, but it has
1: Jamie Presley. I like Jamie
2: Presley. Hello. She's mm. cool. She's smart. And then she was in My Name is Earl.
3: Yep, yeah, that's where I know her from.
2: A great show.
3: That was a fun show.
2: That was a great show.
4: People say I'm crazy. give me all kinds of warnings to save me from ruin when I say that I'm okay well they look at me kind of strange surely advice Designed to enlighten me When I tell them that I'm doing fine, watching shadows on the wall Don't you miss the big time boy, you're no longer on